You're listening to the Women in Western podcast hosted by Christina Miller and Cheyenne Draves, a lifestyle podcast where we discuss everything from faith to family, business and fitness with emphasis on the glam and grit of women in the Western lifestyle community. Grab a coffee and go for a walk or a drive. Let's chat and inspire each other to be the best version of ourselves. Hello, happy Wednesday. We are excited to be back with another episode of the Women in Western podcast. And like we always do, we like to start out with the highlights of our week. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you, Shai, what your highlight of the week was. Hey, Christina. Um, Let's see. Well, this week has been super busy for me. I have just been doing a ton of teeth. Um, My dentistry business has been really busy the last couple of weeks. And... um, yeah, just been a lot of travel. I just got back from Utah last night, and then today I'm heading over to the Western Slope of Colorado. So super busy. We're recording here on a Monday before our release on Wednesday, um, and I'm looking forward to that slowing down a little bit and having a little travel coming up with me and you. That's strictly fun travel, and we'll talk about that soon. Um, but I think the highlight of my week this week was the fact that we got a ton of rain over here in Colorado. We have had the driest spring I have ever had living here. And we've just needed the rain so bad. We've got a pasture and our neighbor has a pasture that we can turn the horses out on and usually have um, some feed for a little bit so we don't have to pay for hay because we all know hay is so cheap right now. Um, So we usually get the privilege of being able to kick horses out there and not have to pay for feed. Um, But lately our pasture has been so barren. There's been like no grass on it because there's been no rain. So I'm very thankful. We just got a ton of rain and we just kicked the horses out. They're having the best time um, being turned out and being horses. So that would be the highlight of my week. It's been really nice to take a break from the heat and the wind and have a nice rainy day. It actually snowed a little bit too. Too, but um, we're just not going to talk about that. May 20th, a little bit of snow in Colorado. Who would have known? Um, but Christina, what was the highlight of your week? I'm so excited to hear about it. Yes, uh, we we also need moisture so bad, <laughs> but we only got like 10 minutes of rain and then it went back to like 90 something degree weather. So it's been a little toasty down here in Texas. Um, but I would say like the highlight of my week was um, just some quiet time. I didn't have anything really big going on this week and I was able to just kind of like chill out um, and do a little like self-reflection and just reassess goals and stuff. So that was nice to just be able to have that quiet time. Um, and that was That was pretty much the highlight of my week. (laughs) That is really nice, though, to have that quiet time when life has been go, go, go. This time of year always gets super busy for you and I. So it is really nice to have that time to kind of regroup. Um, And then getting into this week's episode, we are so excited for this week because we are interviewing someone that both of us have known for quite a while. Christina, you've actually known her a little longer than I have. So you're doing a solo interview with her, but go ahead and introduce who we're interviewing this week. I'm so excited. I uh, will be solo interviewing Haley Fredrickson, Miss Rodeo America 2022 on this week's episode. We're so excited because Haley is just the the sweetest, most kindest person. So we're just really excited to be able to share her story on um, our podcast platform this week. I am really excited to hear how this interview went. Haley's been um, not only a friend to us over the past couple of years, but she also has been associated with our lash company, Dandy Lashes, and she's been kind of doing some stuff with us there. I can't wait to get into it. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the interview. Um, And Christina asks Haley Fredrickson some questions. 
Well, welcome Haley to the Women in Western podcast. We're so excited to have you here with us today. And just kind of jumping right into things, I believe I had met you at a roping somewhere um, a few years back. So we've kind of known each other um, for a little bit before you became Miss Rodeo America 2022. Um, Why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Thank you so much, Christina, for having me on today. And just like you had said, we had met a few years ago, actually, yes, at a roping. Don't remember which roping it was, but uh, I think we just started talking about uh, horse roping, horses. Uh, I was on the process of trying out for Miss Rodeo Colorado, so you have seen me go through the, the entire journey, so to speak, to the Landstrom's Black Hills Gold Crown. But we were also talking about eyelashes because I was interested in possibly creating my own eyelash brand. And you had told me that you were creating your own. And um, so we bonded over that because I had been wearing eyelashes since, golly, high school. Uh, so for a very long time. And uh, so we bonded over that. And that's where our friendship and our partnership just blossomed from there on out. First, you started Dandy Lashes and uh, have been, was probably one of your first customers and have always been a huge supporter and fan of yours. Um, But a little bit more about myself. Yes, I am Haley Fredrickson, Miss Rodeo America 2022. I still have to find myself pinching myself that I get to even say that title. Um, I am from Wellington, Colorado. I grew up on uh, my family's ranch here and just practically grew up in the saddle. Um, horses are run through my blood, so to speak, and I didn't really have an option but to ride horses. Um, my mom got me into barrel racing and did that for a really long time. I am an only child, and I'm pretty sure my dad just got tired of watching me chase cans and decided to put a rope in my hand and said, you're going to learn how to rope. And I said, all right, sounds great. And you know what? I think with uh, women starting to rope now, especially in the breakaway roping event, I think it's so cool. So I'm pretty excited to, to get out there into the pen and start roping a little bit more. Um, of course, my time is is spread out very thinly with my title as Miss Rodeo America, but I really look forward to the future and hopefully someday roping with my dad or another partner and winning a buckle uh, and saddle roping. So very excited for that next journey of mine. Um, But thank you again, Christina, for having me on today. And I can't wait to answer some of your fun questions. Love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I love that we were able to bond over the lashes initially. (laughs) And it's been so fun watching you on your journey to becoming Miss Rodeo America 2022. Um, And then also getting to to watch you rope too. So kind of just Transitioning into the queening, tell us a little bit about your journey into queening. Um, you were Miss Rodeo Colorado and now um, Miss Rodeo America 2022. Yes, well, my interest and passion for rodeo queening started way before my Colorado journey. It started back in 2009. I was the Johnstown Saddle Club Princess. I had met, uh, and fun fact, I didn't even try out for the title. They just came up to me and said, do you want to be a princess? I said, sure, let's try it. Um, I didn't like makeup. I didn't like doing my hair. So my mom would do everything she could for me to wear even a speck of makeup and do anything with my hair. Um, there are pictures of me with no makeup on and I would refuse to curl my hair. So my mom would braid it wet at night and we would take it out of the braids in the morning. So it would have some kind of wave. So that was, um, my beauty routine, uh, during my first radio queen title. And that has 
more so uh, done a 180, so to speak, in terms of my beauty routine, uh, being Miss Rodeo America. But that's where it kind of all started. I held a second title in 2018 as Miss Rodeo Deer Trail, home of the world's first rodeo. And then that began my journey into the Miss Rodeo Colorado pageant system. Uh, I tried out one uh, twice. I did not walk away with the title the first year. And I'm pretty sure my parents didn't want me to try again. And I told them that I was going to. And I knew I was going to be her someday. I still had uh, a few more years to try out. So I knew I was going to be Miss Rodeo Colorado. I just didn't know when that moment was going to be. And lo and behold, it was going to be that following year that I would win the title of Miss Rodeo Colorado. And there's such a, a great quote that I actually found the other day, and it said, winners were losers that tried one more time. And that couldn't be more true. Um, I have no idea what I placed uh, my first year as Miss Rodeo Colorado. I could have been last or second to last. I have no clue. Um, but the fact that I went from nearly to the bottom to the top shows that growth and determination that I had to become Miss Rodeo Colorado. And I will never take that hard work that I put into it for granted. Um, and of course, what my parents had done for me to help me succeed for granted as well. So that second year, I finally won the title of Miss Rodeo Colorado uh, back in 2019. We have a lading waiting process where we are lading waiting for six months to help prepare ourselves for our year. And then that began my journey as Miss Radio Colorado 2020 on January 1st of 2020. Of course, I won't say the, the COVID word too much because I'm sure we're all tired of hearing it. But that was the year that the world came crumbling down. And, uh, you know, things were normal at the very beginning. But uh, come February, things started to change drastically. And that is when they had announced that they were canceling the Miss Radio America pageant. Um, that the NFR was not going to be hosted in Vegas. It was going to be somewhere else. They weren't quite sure. Um, and, you know, in order to try out for Miss Rodeo America, you have to have a state title. And although Miss Rodeo Colorado was my initial dream, my second dream was to be Miss Rodeo America. Uh, and I knew that, you know, having this title, Miss Rodeo Colorado, was my only guaranteed title or opportunity that I would have. But I wanted to still have that chance to run for the title Miss Rodeo America. And it was something that I, I truly did want from the get-go. Um, so I took on, my committee asked me if I wanted a second year. Of course, without any hesitation, I said, absolutely, sign me up. Um, and so we went through that, that year together uh, through the, the ups and downs. Uh, that's when I created Miss Radio Colorado's Kids Corral videos. They were weekly videos that I posted every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Uh, just trying to keep rodeo and the agricultural industry rele relevant and in people's faces during that time. Um, so I, I used technology to my advantage during that year. Then 2021 came around the corner, and that's when things started to become a reality. Like, okay, America's coming around the corner. Like, we need to start getting ready. Of course, I had been preparing last year, or the 2020 year as well, but really starting to have the, the rubber meet the, the road, so to speak, uh, when 2021 came around the corner. And uh, started preparing for Miss Rodeo America, started to get to go to more rodeos because everything was starting to open up more. And uh, then we went to the Miss Rodeo America pageant. 
And lo and behold, against 31 other states, I got to walk away with the Landstrom Black Hills Gold Crown. Uh, it had been since 2001 since a Miss Rodeo Colorado had won the title Miss Rodeo America. So it's safe to say it was overdue to have the crown back in the Centennial State. And I'm just beyond, again, I still have to find myself pinching myself that I even get to say that I'm her. Uh, because I fought for so long to be even a state title holder, let alone Miss Rodeo America. So it is an absolute blessing. It is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. This is not a twice like it was during my Colorado year. So I definitely have to soak it all up this year. Um, you know, as excited as I am for this year and the incredible opportunities and rodeos and influential people that I get to meet throughout this year, I am beyond excited to see what this year does for my future. So I'm just as excited as for the years after this as I am for this year. Well, that's so exciting. I have goosebumps just listening to it because I remember um, when you were trying out for Miss Rodeo Colorado and then when I opened Facebook the night that you had won Miss Rodeo America and just seeing you get the crown, it was so emotional because just knowing you and knowing how hard you were working for that. And you're such an amazing Miss Rodeo America 2022. So um, tell us a little bit about what the Miss Rodeo America pageant in Las Vegas is like. Yes, yeah, so it was probably the most hardest thing I've ever gone through in my entire existence. And I'm sure there will be more, you know, in years coming. But it's an eight-day-long pageant held in Las Vegas, Nevada during the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo. And we were graciously hosted for the first time ever at South Point Hotel and Casino, which we are so excited to announce that we will be back at South Point this year. You know, I felt like it's a it's a home away from home for us girls, and it's the, the true home or where the Miss Rodeo America pageant should have always been, in my opinion, just because we have at South Point they host so many PRCA events, so it makes sense for them to host the Miss Rodeo America pageant since we are the first lady of the PRCA. Um, and the professional sport rodeo. And so, like I had said, it's an eight day long pageant and we are judged on three major categories, horsemanship, personality, and appearance. Uh, throughout the week, we go through a series of events so that the judges can judge us off of those three major categories. And so we start off the week with doing introductions. Then we go into horsemanship, which yes, we are a pageant, but we, are different from our other pageant systems because our talent is horses. We are cowgirls, that is our first and foremost job outside of the glitz and glam. Um, so throughout our years as state title holders and of course as Miss Rodeo America, we get on different horses that we are unfamiliar with. So we are provided horses at the rodeos that we attend, whether that's from the stock contractors themselves or from locals in the area that are willing to give up their horses to us girls for, for the weekend. Uh, so we are judged on our horsemanship's ability. So we get on draw horses and we go through a reigning pattern, typically a level one, two, or three level pattern. And we also do rail work as well. Uh, from horsemanship, we go into two interviews. One is a horsemanship interview. The second one is a personality interview. As you can imagine, the horsemanship interview, you're asked on the study of hypology, which is the study of horse. So you're asked about illnesses, diseases, lameness, anything about the horse, as well as some rodeo knowledge questions as well. And then our personality 
interview, uh, of course, we're asked more so personal questions about ourselves. Uh, fun fact, I actually had the judges laugh more during my horsemanship interview than I did my personality interview. I will say there are questions asked in the personality interview were very um, personal questions that uh, I think they were just wanting to get to know you, the raw you, so I appreciated that of them. And again, we had phenomenal judges this year. And I'm not just being biased, but our judges this year really made us girls feel comfortable. Um, and that is huge because it is such a high-stress week. Moving on from interviews, we go into uh, a written test. So it's based on the PRC rulebook um, and some also questions about some of the PRC awards that are handed out at the end of the year, as well as just some basic rodeo knowledge questions as well. And then from that, we do speeches. So we do extemporaneous speaking, meaning where we have to speak on our feet. Um, so we get 10 minutes to prepare a minute and a half speech. Once those 10 minutes are up, we have to go on stage and deliver that minute and a half speech, um, which is something that all of us girls are capable of doing. Uh, we do it throughout our entire year, even on podcasts. You know, this is me extemporaneously speaking to you. So it's something that we, we've been practicing all year. Of course, being on stage at the Miss Radio America pageant, it's a little bit more nerve-wracking, I will say. Uh, then we also have uh, a few events where we are asked uh, questions, draw questions about rodeo, personality, uh, things like that throughout the week. Of course, when we're not being in a judged um environment or we're not actually in our interviews or in the written tests, we are doing fashion show rehearsal. And it is nonstop because that is our biggest, besides coronation, that is our biggest event of the week. And that's on Friday where we get to model clothes, do a little dance routine, and then also model our personal outfit. So again, we also do modeling too. And, uh, of dancing, which uh, speaks to me for sure because I'm a fellow dancer. So that was actually my way to decompress throughout the week. I don't know if for the other girls could say the same, but for me, it was my way of decompressing. And uh, after Friday, um, we only have two more days of pageant and uh, Sunday comes and that's coronation. And that is where your next year of your life is planned out for you. And I will say, my plan A was to win Miss Rodeo America, of course. Um, I had wanted it all, the whole duration of my Miss Rodeo Colorado year. There was not a time that I did not waver from wanting the title of Miss Rodeo America. Um, but I did have a plan B in place. And I think that's so important for girls to have, especially going into anything in life that is going to be a life changer for you. Always have that plan A, or plan B. Always have that plan C, too. You just never know what's going to happen. So... I can truthfully say I was just as excited for Plan A as I was for Plan B. Um, so I think that really calmed a lot of nerves. And I will say the day of coronation, I just had this sense of, of calmness come over me. That I had done what I could possibly do. Of course, looking back, I'm like, man, Haley, you could have done a lot better on answering that question. But we always, you know, compare to what we could have done. Um, but I just, I felt that I had done, I had laid the cards on the table, so to speak, in Las Vegas terms. And it was in God's hand at that point. That's really interesting hearing about the pageant process and the ins and outs. Um, so now that you're Miss Rodeo America, what is um, a day in the life like for you? What's your typical <laughs> Miss Rodeo America day? Yes. So for those that may not know, Miss Rodeo America is a full-time position. So I do not work outside of being Miss Rodeo America, um, which is 
what I would consider my dream job. So I have no idea what I'm going to do after this. <laughs> I've already landed my dream job. Uh, but a typical day, it's never the same. And that's why I absolutely love about this. It's always something different. It's always something exciting and new. And, you know, looking forward uh, to my future career, whatever that may be, as long as it's within the Western industry, of course, you know, I want something that challenges me and is something new and exciting every single day. I don't want this the same routine every single day. I want something new and exciting. Um, again, something that challenges me. I think it's important that we challenge ourselves every single day. Um, and so that is what the Miss Rodeo America position offers me is those new, exciting challenges every single day. So like I said, it's always ever-changing. Um, but typically, I am always doing something for social media. Um, right now, I'm kind of in this, this break or this gap between uh, the rodeo season. So we just kind of finished off our winter rodeos, heading into spring, early summer run rodeos, which I'm super excited about. Like I mentioned, I leave on Friday for Guymon, Oklahoma. So super excited to be going back to the panhandle of Oklahoma for that rodeo. It's a phenomenal rodeo uh, with a phenomenal committee as well. And so I've been in this gap, but still been busy. Uh, I had a school visit yesterday, so I've been doing school visits, uh, podcast interviews such as this, um, autograph signing sessions at different um, places around the, the front range. Um, so I've been staying busy. Um, and social media has really kept me busy as well. It's, it's a job amongst itself, as I'm sure you can uh, attest to with dandy lashes, but uh, it is a job for sure, trying to keep up with that, that image on social media, letting people know that, hey, you're still here even if you're not at a rodeo. So that is a typical day in Miss Rodeo America, and it gets a lot more hectic and crazy and exciting when you're at a rodeo. That's awesome. Um, so there's so much hard work that goes into becoming Miss Rodeo America. How does it feel holding um, celebrity status in rodeo? What does it feel like when you're out in public and you're recognized um, in your queen attire? So I get asked all the time, or I just even have people come up and say, oh, you're famous, you know, or little kids even at school visits, it's like, oh, are you famous? And I don't really like to use the word famous. I don't think of myself as being famous. Instead, I consider myself influential. And fame to me is something that is overrated. I think instead this platform that I've been blessed to be given um, and entrusted with is something that uh, needs to be used in the correct manner, so to speak, versus just viewing it as fame. I want to leave my legacy. I want to be influential. I want people to remember Miss Rodeo America 2022, not only as Haley Fredrickson, but for what she had done during her year as Miss Rodeo America. And I want people to still feel that impact that I had made within this year, you know, years after the fact. So to me, it's not about being famous. It's about being influential and leaving that legacy behind. So I think that's what's most important, especially in this day and age. I would agree. And you are a very influential person. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing a great job. Um, so kind of transitioning into some more like fun questions. What's your favorite rodeo event? I know there's quite a few that are, are really fun. And like you said, you used to run cans before and now you're roping. But uh, what is currently your favorite rodeo event? Yeah, you know, there 
what can you not, which event could you not love is my question. But, you know, actually getting to be participating in the event now, um, I've grown for a huge appreciation and passion for team roping. So I'm right there next to my dad watching it when we're watching it on the Cowboy Channel for at, for different rodeos. And uh, I have to say, it's just, it's such a, not only a fun event to watch, but there's so much happening in that event um, because it does require two contestants. And it is the only true team event in the sport of rodeo. Um, so to have, you know, not only do you have to do good and your horse to do good, but you have to have your partner do well as, as well. So um, there's a lot of components that go into that event that I find interesting. Um, and again, to being a, a woman in that event, um, of course, we're starting to see a lot more, especially with breakaway roping, which is another event that I am a huge, huge fan of. I think it's so important to have more women events in the professional sport of rodeo. And I have no doubt that we will be seeing it added into the actual NFR performance. It is such a quick, quick paced event. It'll be at, easy to add. Um, but with all that being said, you know, those roping events, I just think, you know, especially for women, it's so cool to see women out there roping. Um, and it is a classic event. You know, we, we trace roping events back to working farms and ranches. So it's cool to see it out in the professional arena. Um, and of course, there's a lot of team ropers that I look up to. I'm also a huge fan of roping and it is so exciting to see um, women roping at the rodeos. With that being said, what is your favorite rodeo or two of the year? There's so many. Do you have a favorite? Oh man, you're going to hold me against my own word for that one. Um, I love them all. I really do. But the one, oh golly, I feel like that is the million dollar question. I would have to say so far during my year as Miss Rodeo America, I would have to say my favorite rodeo I've been to so far is Rodeo Houston. Uh, it was a rodeo I didn't get to attend to as a state title holder just because they only allow Miss Rodeo Texas and Miss Rodeo America to attend. Um, it is a month-long production, so it is a long haul, just like the National Western Stock Show. But... And again, we did all 20 performances, so it was the same thing, same routine every single day. But what made that rodeo so special was just every time I would walk into NRG Stadium, which is where Rodeo Houston is, I was just blown away by the magnitude of that production. I had just never seen anything quite like it. And obviously for them to be going, you know, for a month long, uh, not just the rodeo, but other, you know, the livestock show and other events um, included in Rodeo Houston. But I was just blown away by, again, the the size of that production. It was just incredible to witness. It was an honor to even be a part of. Um, and this year was the, I believe, one of the first years that Miss Rodeo America and even Miss Rodeo Texas had the opportunity to carry the American flag during the national anthem. So usually our job is just during grand entry, during that serpentine, which is awesome too. Um, but we actually got to carry and present the American during the national anthem. And they had a live orchestra every single night. So I, I don't know about you all, but every time I hear the national anthem, I, I get, you know, butterflies and I just get this, this uh, wave of patriotism just flow over me. And I truly felt that every single night at Rodeo Houston. 
I would just get so excited and uh, again, working with the Surveys, an amazing stock contractor based out of Colorado, um, and just an amazing group at Rodeo Houston. Just everything about that rodeo, just I will definitely be going back as a normal person. It is just a phenomenal production, and they should be very proud of what they have created there at Rodeo Houston and Livestock Show. That sounds absolutely amazing. What an experience to be able to go. I'm excited to be able to put that on my um, list of things to do here in the state of Texas uh, this next year. (laughs) (laughs) One thing that we like to ask everyone on the podcast is what is the biggest thing that people can learn or take away from your story? Yes, uh, I think that is a great question and one that I'm still trying to find out to this day. But what I can say for people... um, wanting to know more about my story is that what you see me have or have accomplished didn't come without hard work. And I feel like hard work is so undermined nowadays. Everything is, is not necessarily handed or given to us, but it's, a, it's um, easier to have, so to speak. Um, there's little work that goes into uh, things nowadays, especially with everything at our fingertips. Um, so, you know, my parents had instilled in me at a very young age the the importance of hard work and working for what you want. Um, again, I am an only child, so, and I always was given the opportunity to do whatever I wanted. I, you know, horses weren't just the one thing that I did growing up. I did competitive dance. I did, uh, I raced dirt bikes, so I did motocross. Um, <laughs> I did so much uh, golf. I did golf. I did a lot growing up, and that was just because I I wanted to try so many different things. And my parents, you know, didn't hold me back from those opportunities, and I'm so grateful for that. And so people just thought, oh, you're just given whatever you want because you're an only child. You're you're spoiled, so to speak. And that is not the case by any means. Um, just because I was an only child does not mean everything was just given to me. I had to show my parents that I was willing to put the work and the effort into it before they agreed to helping me get into that new hobby or activity um, or else they wouldn't let me do it or they would pull me out of it. They would say, oh, well, you're not showing me that you're you're willing to put in the work for it. Um, so they uh, taught me that at a very young age that you need to work for what you want um, to always give your 110% into everything. And I truly believe that. I think a lot of people, you know, kind of go into so many different things. Um, and I think it's important to focus on one or two priorities in your life and to give those things, those two, your all. Um, because I, I, you can't really give your all when you're trying to balance multiple things. And we're women, so we like to multitask. And uh, I'm trying to learn at a very young age that multitasking is sometimes not always the best. (laughs) But no, just working hard for what you want. Um, And we even see that in the rodeo arena. You know, it's not only do these cowboys and cowgirls have to work on themselves, but they have to work on their animal athletes as well. So there's so many different things happening in the rodeo arena outside of the arena that people don't understand or see um, that there's so much work that goes into being successful and winning that gold buckle at the NFR and even becoming Miss Rodeo America or really anything in life. You can attest to that with Dandy Lashes. You had to work your butt off for where you're at now and look at the, you get to reap the benefits now. So work hard for what you want because I promise you, you will succeed at the end. 
your journey really is a testament to your hard work and dedication um, with where you're at right now in your life. And so leading into that, what's something that you would want people to remember about you in your reign as Miss Rodeo America 2022? Well, there's multiple things I would love for people to remember about me. And again, that's creating my legacy as Miss Rodeo America 2022. And one of them that speaks the loudest to me is knowing who Haley Fredrickson is. Um, that was a comment that I had received from judges during my first year trying out for Miss Rodeo Colorado was that they didn't know who the real Haley was. They didn't know who Haley Fredrickson was, that I was too polished as a rodeo queen. And I still find myself doing that to this day, even as Miss Rodeo America, because there is an, an, an image and a persona you need to uphold. This is a professional environment. So I still find myself getting into that rodeo queen-esque vibe and I need to pull myself out of it and just be, just be me, you know, uh, be genuine, be humble, be confident. Um, be not afraid to get my hands dirty or offer help even when it's not needed. Um, that is what I want people to remember me for. And I also want people to remember me for always being approachable. Um, you know, I think mis people look at me as, oh, well, you know, she's got all this glitz and glam. You know, I she's not approachable. And that's not the case. I'm, I'm here for everybody. And especially when I go to clinics helping out other girls, you know, even after the clinic, I tell them, hey, if there's something that you didn't get answered or you need help with, I am an open book. I am here to help you because guess what? I was sitting in that same exact seat as you are now a couple years ago, looking up to Miss Rodeo America, just like you are now. And you only get somewhere if you ask questions, right? Or you, you ask for help. And so I am there for anybody that needs it. Um, whether that's just for rodeo cleaning or for life in general, I am here. So I want people to know that I, to, to remember me as being approachable and someone that they could just come up and talk to and feel comfortable around. Um, I am a real person. I'm not just the crown and sash and buckle. I'm, I am Haley Fredrickson and I am, God made me for who I am and I am proud of it. And I always get excited to share people with who I am. And I hope people feel the same way when they meet me. Thank you so much for sharing that. We hope everybody has loved a little bit of our time today with Haley, getting to know her better. We appreciate her coming on this platform and sharing a little bit more about herself. And if you'd like to keep up with her journey and get to know her better, um, where can people find you on social media, Haley? Yes. So I am on Facebook and Instagram. If you look up Miss Rodeo America on Facebook, you will find me. And if you look up Miss Rodeo America official on Instagram, you will also find me too. Uh, so those are the two major platforms that we are currently on. And of course, if you have any questions at all uh, that either Christina or I didn't answer today, please feel free to message me on uh, the Miss Rodeo America Facebook or Instagram page, and I'd be more than happy to answer those questions. And I look forward to having more followers uh, follow me along on my journey, uh, especially as we start the summer round of rodeos. Yes. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Haley. We'll chat with you later. And once again, um, we just appreciate your time in um, coming on the Women in Western podcast. Thank you so much for being here.